Welcome to the Alcohol Rethink Podcast with me, your host, Patrick Fox. This podcast is for the guys out there who question the role that alcohol plays in their lives, men who want to stop drinking and don't know where to go or how to start. We're going to cover all of that and more. Let's go. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Alcohol Rethink Podcast. This week, we are going to be looking at fear. And what we're going to be talking about is actually fuck fear. Because fear is something that gets away in the way of so many of us when we're trying to stop drinking. Because we create this story in advance of stopping about how life's going to be after we stop. But the thing is, like, we don't actually know that that's how it's going to be. It's just what we're trying to predict based on our past experiences, right? When we are thinking that when we stop drinking it means we won't be able to go out and socialize we won't have confidence we won't be able to chill out with our mates we won't be able to have fun you know all of these things if you're thinking them of course you're not going to want to stop right because you're thinking that if i can't have fun and go out all the time then what's the point you know so i want to share with you some of the reasons why we have fear right and fear it's something we're going to have for the rest of our lives. So you get to decide how you want to manage with it now, right? Like, do you want it to be something that stops you from getting what you want, in this case, stopping drinking, and it applies to all other areas of life as well? Or do you want to be able to find out how you can use it for yourself, how you can actually use fear as an indication of when it's time to kind of address or, or rediscover what it is that you want? Fear is useful, you know, it's kept us alive for a very, very long time, but we've almost kind of outgrown it in the way that uh, we've evolved as a, as a species. So there's definitely some good fear, but there's a majority of the fear is holding us back. It's illogical, right? Like it just doesn't really make sense. When you start digging into some of the fears that you have about stopping drinking, you begin to realize that they're, they're actually don't make too much sense. And then when you see that the reason we have them is because of our our brain like rebelling against us yeah our brain does not want us to change it likes having alcohol it likes getting that release of dopamine it has an expectation of how we are going to behave in certain situations this is how the the, the mind and the brain want to operate you know and then when we're having these fears about how life's not going to be fun or there's going to be no enjoyment or we feel left out or like we are could have been missing something like we're giving up this part of our lives and it's going to have these negative consequences but really it's already having negative consequences so we use fear as a way to prevent failing at something really you know but when we think about what it is to fail and what that really means it's just not meeting the expected outcome that we might have expected we've taken it to literally mean i am a failure i am a screw up i am a fuck up you know, and we make that about us. Like we think that's inherently who we are. And it's not true, man. It's like we've just made a mistake and we've got some judgments about it. And it, we have to let them go. But what happens is we have fear about going into the unknown, as you hear about stopping drinking. And we use that to stop ourselves in advance. So instead of looking at the lessons that we can take from when we make mistakes, we just try not to bother making mistakes in the first place. So we use fear as a way to stop us from even doing that, right? 
So I want to talk about some of the most common fears I see getting in the way of people stopping or, or taking a break, right? And then when we start looking at them fears, when we start exposing them for what they are, which really, the, what they are, are just ways of preventing you from stopping drinking. They're kind of like an escape button that you keep hitting to stop yourself stopping because you don't want to find out almost what it's going to be like when you stop because we do what we've always done right like we know how to behave we know what we'll do in situations but what happens when we're not drinking like that is an unknown but people use that as something to be afraid of like it's not anything to be afraid of that is one of the most amazing things I think from stopping drinking is that you get to discover like who it is that you want to be like what is it that you want to do that lets you have fun and enables you to connect and communicate in a way that isn't like a synthetic fabrication of who you are. So fear is one of the most primitive, powerful, natural human emotions that we've got right it kept us alive for a very long time like thousands and thousands of years well it keeps still keeps us alive right now right i like to think of it as an alert system it like gives us information about threats or pains or dangers or harm that we're going to be exposed to whether that's physical or psychological and then when we get confronted with these perceived threats our bodies begin to respond right like this where we get the feeling of fear so your heart rate might go up you might sweat more you might feel more alert you know it's that anxious feeling that you get sometimes or you know you feel kind of like out of your skin you're not sure what to do with yourself i always like to think about them learning those little meerkats right like the meerkat who's on charge at the time he's on high alert right he's watching out for the whole of his little meerkat family so he's like stood there with his arms up in the air bobbing his head left and right and stuff that's what it's like when we're when we're faced with something fearful we kind of think that we're looking out for survival like what we do depends on our whole family's survival and this is the flight, fight or flight mode, right? It's the evolutionary development that's helped us to survive up until this point, which is fantastic. But what we've got to realize is that we've kind of outgrown the fight or flight system that our prehistoric ancestors might have used, right? Back in the days when we were living in caves and having to go out and fight for our lives and fend food for ourselves and stuff, it was really important to know when there was a danger around us because it literally meant survival. But these days, where we're able just down to pop down a shop to get our food or, you know, anything like that, we've outgrown it. But what's happened is that now we've kind of made those fears more emotional for ourselves in, in our day-to-day -day lives. So because our minds and bodies are still working in the same way as the early ancestors, we're, like, we're having the same reactions to modern-day worries about bills that we receive, about relationships that we're in, about COVID-19 and about stopping drinking especially, right? And because we can't physically attack these problems, like perceived problems, they're not even problems, they're just the brain's interpretation of what's going on, we can run away from them still. And we can do that by using alcohol, taking drugs, watching Netflix, having sex, porn, all of those things, right? they take us away from facing our, our fear. They, they help us to buffer away from the emotion of fear that's being created for us when we're thinking about stopping drinking. So we're left with these feelings of fear, right? The scaredness, the worry. The, it's like anxiety, right, guys? Like all of these feelings kept us alive, but in modern living, 
they're not necessary, you know, but we have this old survival program still running through us and we just need to learn or discover or find out for ourselves how we can override that and know that it's going to be part of our lives. Like if we, we don't ever lose the capacity to fear. It just comes up in different ways the more that we begin to experience it. So we've got to look at the fears. We've got to find out why our brain is trying to interpret things as threats, you know? What do we make it mean? Like what, what's going on in our minds that is perceiving it a life or death situation, you know, like a, a fear. fear of being left out, not being able to go down the pub with the lads anymore which is completely optional, like you still might want to go to the pub with the lads, but you just won't be drinking and then it will be a different experience. But that's what you get to find out when you stop. But we use it as a way to just not stop in the first place because connection is high, high up, right? In one of those needs that we need in life. And when there's when we feel like there's a threat to our connection, our community, and we've we've all experienced it this year, right? With COVID. And when we fear that loss of connection and community, it feels like we're going to be exposed, like it's going to mean death, it's going to mean survival. I mean, this is how our brains are interpreting it. And we know that that's not actually true. It's no wonder we want to avoid doing the things we fear, right? Because if we're interpreting them as life or death, then it, that makes complete sense, right? So what is it that is creating the worry about the anxiety of bills or the COVID or relationships and stopping drinking? It all boils down to the way that we're thinking about it, guys. Like the fear we're experiencing is created by our own, our own thinking. We have a thought about how we can't pay a bill or how, you know, if that bill isn't paid, we're going to end up homeless. We kind of jump, we catastrophize, we go to the worst case scenario. This is what I see so often with people wanting to stop drinking. They think that in they, if they stop drinking, right, they won't be able to have fun anymore. So they go to the worst case scenario. That means that life is going to be boring and unfulfilled for the rest of the life. And it's just not true. It's just the mind's trick of trying to keep you drinking because it likes alcohol and it's something that you've always done before. It fits in with your egoic story of who you think you are. And every time we reinforce that story by having a drink, it kind of just strengthens it. So, you know, other ways that our thinking shows up is that we think our partner looked at us funny, right? And we make it mean that they're cheating on us or that they want to split up with us, right? Our, our mind takes it to the far extreme. And then when you think about stopping drinking, you use the withdrawal as an excuse, like, oh, I don't want to suffer the withdrawal, so I'll just keep on drinking, even though whilst you're drinking, it's even worse than the withdrawal anyway. And you feel terrible not doing it, but you continue to drink anyway. So it's it's just like a crazy loop in the head, right? The human brain wants to avoid pain. It wants to seek pleasure and it wants to be efficient at all times. This is something known as the motivational triad. So it's like that primitive part of our brain that our ancestors also shared. The brain wants to be right. Always, you know, you must have experienced that, right? You you have a thought and then you go out and you try and prove evidence of it. So for example, if you see your girlfriend texting someone, you're going to be on high alert that she's cheating on you. So then you might doing crazy stuff like checking her phone and having arguments with her and stuff about it. You know, it's like the brain wants to be right. It doesn't care what you feed it. It's going to go out and prove it for you anyway. And then when we're primed for survival, right? When we're primed to look at the focus of threats and the 
the the meaning that if we don't follow through with this, we're going to die. It's like it's why we have such a negative bias. Like we're seeking the worst case scenarios. We're catastrophizing, like I said, and unless we refocus the mind, because when we're fearful, we do our best to avoid it, even if it is completely irrational. But the trouble is, the more we avoid it, the more we enforce it's a, a valid fear. So we've got different types of fear. Like we've got the appropriate healthy fears. So that's the things that keep us safe, right? But then we've got the irrational or logical fears which are created with our thoughts. So when we start having them types of fears, we, it's where all the what if questions come up, right? Like what if it doesn't work? What if they don't like it? What if I can't do it? Like we start making it all about ourselves. We start trying to avoid failing or trying something because of what we're gonna do, what we're gonna make it mean about ourselves. So when we're making all of these questions and stories up about ourselves, we're all trying to avoid the feeling that we might experience if it doesn't go as we expected. That's it. And then if it doesn't go as we expected, we then get to review and analyze it. We don't just make it mean that we can't do it or that it's impossible. You know? Of the fears that we have in our lives, uh, the studies have shown, right, that 90% of them all fall into non-existent or hypothetical, meaning that they'd never even occur. And that might be because we don't even go for them, right? But also, when we're just in that state of fear or worrying about something, you aren't really aware of what's going on in your mind. Like, you've no idea why you feel anxious, but underneath all of that, somewhere, your brain is making up stories about your capability, your capacity to stop drinking and what it will mean for you. You're trying to use all this evidence from your past to predict what it's gonna be like in your future. And what that does is it just creates more anxiety for yourselves, which leads you to carry on drinking and not find out. And then when you use the alcohol to relieve the anxiety, you end up increasing the anxiety and use the, the problem, alcohol, now as the solution. We have this fear pretending to be useful and then we have worry that keeps us busy without actually doing anything. And all of this time that you miss actually going ahead and stopping drinking. It's just like pr prolonging the decision-making for yourself. It keeps you in suffering. Instead of taking a risk, or it's not even a risk to be fair, but like taking a leap and to stop drinking keeps you stuck where you are. It keeps you thinking about what it might be like without actually trying it. Fear keeps us alive, but many of the fears we entertain are like literally holding us back from experiencing the life that we want. There's an acronym I know, I know of uh, for fear, right? It's false evidence appearing real. Because fear is an illusion, right? It's, it is something we fabricate in our mind. It's the story we tell ourselves to stop doing what we really want so we can keep safe from un feeling an unwanted feeling. And often these feelings we're trying to avoid, things like rejection, failure, uncertainty, uh, change and freedom, right? The only thing that gives any of those feelings power is by believing that in experiencing it means something about who we are, right? But literally, guys, they're just feelings. They're created by our thoughts. Our feelings cannot hurt us. It's like what we think about them does. And all of this is in your control. Because every time you drink, when you said you wouldn't, you make it mean something about you, which keeps you creating the same result of drinking, which keeps proving the thought that you're having that you can't stop, for example. And then remember, the brain always wants to be right. We are 
evidence-seeking machines, man. Like, whatever we tell our brains, our brains are going to go away and they're going to find all the evidence to make it true. And when we're making stuff true about ourselves, we use fears as a way to bypass them because we think that's who we are. And actually, at, at that point, we are trying to avoid the thing that we have complete control over. The thing we have complete control over is our reaction. Like, what do we choose to make it mean? Some of the most common fears I see from people stopping drinking are like not believing in themselves. Because when you don't believe in yourself, it's easier not to try, isn't it, right? Like, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. And it's easier not to believe in yourself because then you don't have to be uncomfortable. Another fear is the, the detox, the withdrawal. And really, if you're looking at it, detox and withdrawal, depending on how much you drink, it might last for like a week to a, a few weeks, yeah? But we use that as a way to stop ourselves from stopping. And in the meantime, carry on drinking and we have the hangovers, the depression, we have the really wanting to change, but just not knowing where to start because we're using it as an excuse. Social events, like what do I do when I go out and I'm not drinking? Well, you just do the same stuff. You just might leave a little bit earlier. Like just because you had to use alcohol to have fun before, doesn't mean you have to continue using alcohol. You're like boring is completely subjective like something boring for me might be completely exciting for you like who are we to determine what is boring or not apart from ourselves right we get to decide the fun of stopping drinking is that you actually get to discover what it is that you want to do like you don't have to just stay indoors all the time now because you stop drinking you can do anything you want man like look at this world there's so much to do and i think one of the biggest things that keeps us stuck and especially for us guys right is ego because we identify so much with who it is that we think we are when we're drinking for me i always thought that i was this uh, quickest drinker first at a bar first out last out you know like that's who i was and i had to maintain my image my my self-preservation by living up to that identity it's all ego people don't really care about other people we care about ourselves but at the same time We've created a story about who we think we are to please other people. It's a complete mindfuck. And there's also, what do we do when we go dating, right? That's another one. People think that they can't go on a date without using alcohol. Again, it's not true. Like, you just get to be more of who you want to be. One of the main fears that hold people back is because of why they started drinking in the first place. Like, what is it that they were using alcohol to cover up for themselves? What is it that they wanted to mask behind the use of alcohol? Now, when you stop being afraid of that, when you stop being scared of what, what's there and just kind of lean in and accept that it's all part of the process and it's just the story of who you think you are, does that doesn't mean that that's who you are. We have a story we tell ourselves, right? As I said, it's the ego. And, I, you know, when we're telling ourselves these stories about that's just who I am, that's where we stay. There's only one other place to go when we think like that. But when we start opening up our thinking, when we start seeing the fears that we are coming up with and then working through them one by one, then we can begin to see that actually it is completely and totally possible. You've got to change the story. You've got to look fear in the eye. And because now you can see that fear is a choice. 
It's created with how we think. Just let that kind of sink in for a minute, guys. Like fear is a choice. It's created by how we think. There's no other way that we can be fearful of something until we think a thought about what we're fearful of. That's so, so powerful, man, because knowing that means that you're in complete control. Like you get to decide whether that fear is actually real or not. Then you get to raise the awareness of what you're thinking about stopping drinking, then really question them fears that are coming up, right? Like, what are you trying to avoid by holding on to them? What are you making them mean about you? What are you not willing to experience and at what cost? Because remember, the fear is designed to keep us the same because our brain is interpreting this is how we're supposed to survive. This is how you survive. It's designed to keep where you are. Like, the brain does not want to change. It's happy doing what it's doing, even if it's detrimental to you. This is like one of the most confusing things I find is that we've got these amazing minds that we can use to do anything, but at the same time, when we aren't managing them properly, they actually work against us. But when you see that the only reason they're working against us really is because they wanna keep us safe, like they wanna help us to survive, they just got confused about what the survival to us actually is. Because it thinks it's being efficient, it thinks it's avoiding pain of whatever the fear is, and it's getting false pleasure from drinking. So the more you feed the fear by not taking action in spite of it, it grows and becomes stronger, right? So when you make the decision that you've had enough of fear, it changes the way you think and it changes the way you feel, which sees you taking action through it, in spite of it, knowing that you can experience any feeling along the way and be okay. Because once you get let go of fear, guys, anything is possible. It really is through life's challenges that we find what our greatest gifts and assets are. Like we get to show ourselves what we're made of, how resilient we are, how courageous we are, how creative, how brave. And we get to influence our children. We get to influence those around us. When you learn to embrace the discomfort of what stopping brings, know that you're in control of how you think about it. Because when you work through your fear of stopping drinking, it gives you power. Fears are thoughts. And while we're unconsciously entertaining them without opposal, they're gonna to continue to run your life. So you have to find out what your fears are. You have to find out what you're making them mean. And then you have to call them out. You're not a victim to your circumstances, what other people do or say. Because when you focus on other people being the reason why you drink, you are missing out big time on the decision-making and opportunity and choice that you have around you wanting to stop drinking. Think of your fears as a, an inconvenience, right? They're like created by our thoughts. We pick them up along the way as we're growing up and they interpret it as keeping us safe. And it's all right that they're there, but when you recognize that they're there and they're actually not serving you a purpose, then you get to move forward instead of staying where you are. What do you do when you get an inconvenience in the house, right? Like a mouse or something or a broken tap. You don't just let it stay there. You go out and find someone or something that can do something about it to get it sorted. And that's what you've got to do with your fears. Just think of them as an inconvenience. Think about how you can go out and do something about it instead. Because when you think about your future without alcohol, you get to choose what you want it to be. It's the time you get to use all your skills and resources to do something about it. Like let go of the resistance, the doubt and worry and choose to simply accept that this is what your life will look like now without stopping. This is what your life will look like without alcohol. 
And as you do this, you'll notice how the fears holding you back aren't something to be afraid of at all. Fear is part of life. And as long as you're going for something you want, it's always going to be there. And that's all right, guys, because you get to go ahead and do it anyway. Because on the other side of fear is the alcohol-free life you deserve. The one you want for yourself, the one you want for your family. Now go get it. Thanks very much, gentlemen, and I will see you again next week. Take care.